remember that classic line, from the last decent album made by Pete Townsend's Bunch. Who the fuck are you? We really want to know. We do want to hear from you. That record got me high wants to know how we're doing. If you have any input, that might help us improve our show, and garner a wider audience, send an email, to heyassholes at thatrecordgotmehigh.com. That's, heyassholes at thatrecordgotmehigh.com. Really, that was the only email address available to us. Before we lose you, to another dope little stupor, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Is This Tomorrow? Is This Tomorrow is an 8-panel comic that's often funny, sometimes relevant, and features drawings of pre-prison Rudy Giuliani. The Stocky Bear character is based on co-host Barry Stock's appearance, and is written and produced by Woody Compton and Kelly Shane. Available at isthistomorrow.com, or on Facebook by searching Is This Tomorrow. If you don't have a computer, you can't see it. What's wrong with you? And why is that baby crying? You didn't hit the baby, did you? That's what dope does to you. It makes you hit babies. Remember to send your show suggestions to heyassholes at thatrecordgotmehigh.com. Are you running the show? Are you running the show? He doesn't know how to turn his phone off. Going down the checklist. He doesn't know how to turn it off. Chris parking out over there. Are you talking to me? No. Rob goes off every time. Yeah, he plays that. No, he switched it from the ACDC song. Not every time. Oh, my thing's on silent. Oh, yours doesn't ring anyway. I know, it doesn't work. It's fun. Experienced some some tragic Apple issues. Ken Greeby. Ken Greeby in the house. Who experienced the horror of the Whole Foods parking lot this afternoon? <laughs> Yo, that's a worst in, in, one. Uh, right on University. He's been to like the last four, uh, four podcasts. Jobless. Yeah. <laughs> Jobless on that parking lot. Holy All shit. All right. He said there's a Hobby Lobby and a Chick Fil A. All right. But Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Yeah, we've been rolling. Are we rolling? Yeah. What? They stopped donating. They did? Yeah. They stopped, stopped donating? Yeah. yeah. They went back to donating <laughs> they to anti-LGBT causes. Yeah. Yeah. It was fake news. So many of their customers are, I guess I don't have to say it. All right. Haters. Oh, are we doing this? <laughs> We've been yes. doing it, man. All right. What's up? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And once again, as we do once a month, we are here live at Laser Wolf. Let's hear it, everyone, for Laser Wolf. Woo! Got a nice little crowd here. It yeah, is, man. It is the. I'm impressed. People it, came out. It is the night before Thanksgiving. And all through the house. Everyone is going to. Turkeys have, were feeling really see nervous. Their families and have awkward conversations. We're and not so, what have are you doing? What have you been doing with yourself? And what is that <laughs> supposed to mean? And yeah, then, uh, oh, yeah. So we're here. This is a safe space. And uh, with you, with you, really? (laughs) Okay. Aside, uh, aside from our normal host, uh, Chris Bellis, who we love, uh, Laser Wolf and Invasive Species Brewing. That's right. We have another guest, Barry. Who else do we have here with us? We have um, 
Now, I don't know your exact situation. You're married or... or yes. You yes. are married. She's okay, a bella. I don't yes, be... we're married. She's okay, bella introduce bella. yourself. But that's not how... Hello. <laughs> this is my podcast voice. I'm Natalia Bellis. <laughs> Natalia Bellis. Let's hear it for Natalia. Yes. Usually, uh, yeah, she's home watching the uh, little one when Chris yep. is here doing... Uh, so now we got Natalia, and the little one's just on his, on his own, right? Yeah, you thanks, guys G- left him alone? Thanks to Gigi. <laughs> they left him alone. They left him with, you know, they left him with some Gigi. video games and some TV dinners. And, uh, we fed him before she came. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a TV dinner yesterday. From Grandpa wrong with that. got it for From him. Grandma. <laughs> was it Salisbury steak? No, it was a kid's cuisine. Oh, I remember <laughs> Chicken those. nuggets. Oh, kid's cuisine, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, right. Chicken nuggets, yeah. mac and cheese, mac and corn. And cheese. Very That's healthy. That's it, man. Very healthy. Exactly. Watery mac and cheese. And a, <laughs> right. And the, little, and the little apple pie thing, maybe? Uh, or no, no, cookies. No, no. Cookies. Mini cookies. Cookies, yeah. but I, I ate them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, what? We're not here yeah, to talk sorry. about, we're not here to talk about uh, kids' food, though. We're not, right? Let's this way. Uh, yeah. I know it's annoying. Natalia, you brought a record that you wanted to talk about, and what are we talking about tonight? Uh, we're talking about The Cure Disintegration. Yes. The best Excellent. record ever. Ah, well, that's a strong opinion, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a you're going to get your opinion, chance. It's, it's a pretty good record. Yeah, I saw it on South Park, too. They say the same thing. Oh, did really? Mega Robert Smith versus Mega Barbara Streisand. I love that. Robert yeah, Trey Smith, Parker, South Matt Stone. <laughs> they think like the same thing. The, the Robert Smith on South Park looks exactly like yeah. Robert Smith. Uh, yes. yes. I mean, he's not hard, you know, because he has so much worse on much makeup. He's just like a white blob with some, you know. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. For those, of you, for those of you listening to the podcast, uh, this will it'll come out after Thanksgiving, obviously. But me and Barry, we both have our hair teased up uh, high, <laughs> and we have red lipstick put very sloppily yeah, on our face. I could wear lipstick with teasing the hair. That was never going to happen um, but for me. Chris and Natalia did not choose to... Brings out their features. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. So this is this. uh, We're wearing all black clothing that's a little too tight for our physiques, (laughs) which I think is a Robert Smith hallmark as well, as I recall. Yeah. So this already, (laughs) this was The Cure's eighth studio album. Uh, It was released May 2nd, 1989. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Natalia, were you already a Cure fan or when did you become a Cure fan? Um, I think I became a Cure fan when I was 16. So that was 1995. Oh, Jesus. No, 1996. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. What did you hear? Do you remember the first thing Um, you heard by them? uh, Somebody left their Staring at the Seas CD in my home. So right. I was like, what is this? And I listened to it, and I was like, whoa. But that was like a compilation. Right. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. It was like their oh, older so that's stuff. Yeah, that's, I like think, actually, we have, we have that one. Yeah, yes. I was like yep. the old man on the Yep, on the exactly. Yes. Yeah, the crusty that's old right. man. And then All afterwards, right. I was like, whoa, what is this? Like, this you is so, hooked. like... But dark he was, and sad. If you go back and look yes, at it now, that's perfect he for probably wasn't that old. Oh, dark totally. and sad, it's yeah. like perfect, right? You look yeah. at it now, he probably wasn't that old. He was probably like our age, Rob. You know, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> I know. And what was before, oh, that, guy, what, no, that, before that, you're listening to like Colombian pop music, right? No, no. <laughs> so no, the, I was like really so into like Smashing Pumpkins and... I was oh, into okay. Nirvana, the whole grunge Ironically, thing, your, husband, your husband Chris oh, did right. a, Sonic Youth. a Smashing Pumpkins yeah, record. I was like, yeah, Sonic yeah. Youth. I'm a big Sonic Youth fan. Yeah, so. I was like into Sonic Youth. And, so you did you know, grow up in Columbia or did you grow up here? I grew up in a lot of different countries. Um, your parents like on the run? Uh, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, they work for fruit companies. <laughs> ah, okay. Fruit yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do little air quotes on fruit companies. <laughs> 
CIA. <laughs> reporting. No, they work for the CIA. Limes, right? Basically limes. They, they were CIA. There's big yeah. business in limes. We're selling bananas, dude. <laughs> bananas are a big deal. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They uh, gotta find some people in this audience, bananas are a big deal. That's right. Too. And you gotta find they have to find a successor for the Cavendish because the uh the rot is gonna get it. Gonna eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. My dad was telling me it's all a hot about topic. it. I have no idea what yeah. you're talking yep. about now. All right, so the, this record, um, all right, so uh, when this record came out, it's sort of like they were going away because the, some of the records before, they were doing like shorter, uh, poppier yeah. songs. Yeah, right. Yeah. But this record has like these long, yes. um, dreamy. Uh, right. Ethereal. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I was thinking, this isn't a record that you just hit and run, listen to quickly. No. This no. is one you no. have to take oh, your yeah. time with. Light yeah. your candles and your incense. Yes, <laughs> right, much, right. Yeah. 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 It's a dark. It's yeah. a dark record. This is yeah. not like. This is not an upbeat record. No. It's pretty. By the time you get to the end of it, it's like wow. You yeah. feel a, a kind of feel it. You yeah. know. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so you have to have a patient. You have to have some patience to yes. listen to this. One. Well, yeah. But I mean, it, you know, rewards. But it rewards you. Unlike the album we did last week, the Howard Jones <laughs> we one, which probably, didn't get rewarded. Yeah, true. Week. We should. <laughs> I think we've milked Howard Jones. Breath. Oh, did we? You're We've still talking about breath. Soul Asylum, but <laughs> you know the Soul Asylums. There's a lot of there's a lot of hatred milk of the milk there, but I think Howard, we pretty much no. Howard's a good guy. I like Howard. Yeah, and, right. Um, I'm not sure about the guys with Soul Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had more than one hit. Oh yeah, he had more than one hit. Yeah. All right. So this was. So were you into other? Because uh, they were goth. Even though they, I, I, I wouldn't categorize them as a goth band, although, but they're definitely yeah. in that milieu. But yeah. were you into other bands that were kind of um, gothic at the I time? I was really into Smashing Pumpkins at the time. And I remember one time uh, Billy Corgan was having an interview about, um, you know, Siamese Dreams and their up and coming melancholy. And they were talking about their B-sides and the Airplane Flies High box set. Something oh, okay. about that, okay. and they were saying how you know they were into all these bands like Echo and the Bunny Man oh, and yeah. The Cure right. and and all this stuff. And I was like, oh hey, The Cure, like I, I kind of like that stuff. Like I listened to Standing, you know, um, Standing on the Beach. I was like, oh let me get into that, you know. And yeah. then that's just you know open up a whole wormhole of like all right. these different bands like Bow- right. Bauhaus and Sisters you know. I'm gonna say this record is a goth record. This, yeah, uh, yes, I'm not going to, I don't say you can, I'm going to say unequivocally, you can't separate this from the goth yes, yes. Right. The thing at yes. all. It's, yeah. um, he might've made some records that were less yes, goth, definitely. but this record is almost a throwback to their earlier sound. Yes. Like pornography and like, yeah, um, sure. you know, faith and primary and it's like all of that. But this it's is different. way, this is way like more like an early eighties post-punk. Yeah. record that could have come out in 82 or 83 and you would have yeah. been like oh yeah I remember oh, yeah. that record yeah. but what I love about it is that even if it's it was you know it came out like in 89 like you can still listen to it and be like well dude I, I totally feel this oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's just no, like no, all yeah. about dated. it doesn't sound dated uh, at no, all zero. either it's like all about emotions and like being in like a church <laughs> like, right. it's got great sounds on <laughs> it so that's awesome. interesting so it came out in 89 right before you know 90 when everything changed yes. Nirvana and everything yeah. uh, right before that right the, the thing that drives me crazy though uh, the word is that uh, he was approaching 30, 30 years he old he was 29 yeah. just and 30 he wrote, and he's oh, making no. this record because he was worried about getting older oh, no. and yes. not being able to 30. feel yeah. the strong emotions that you feel uh, you know the, oh, yeah. when you're younger and isn't that crazy yeah. he's worried about turning 30, 30 and dude. being older yeah, yeah. But it, and it, he just had gotten married too like yes, the year yes. prior so so uh, but he's really uh, he mentioned 
Cynicism, he said, uh, when you get older, uh, cynicism enters your world and, and you get numb. So that's kind of cool. This is kind of like him trying to, to not get cynical and still hang on to his, uh, you know, emotions, you know, yeah, yeah. and not being afraid, which I admire him for that because he's someone that was no, that's, that's not afraid to, to be himself and, oh, to, and right. to put his, wear true, his true. art on his sleeve yeah. in these songs. But for some reason with him, it doesn't come off as like uh, Mar- maybe someone like Marcy, which I love the Smiths, but yes. sometimes Marcy could go, come out off uh, pompous uh, and a bit much hard. where you're just like, yeah. oh, Marcy, right. you know, know, come on, get over yourself right. already. Yeah. And Robert Smith never, I never got that vibe from him, you no. know? Yeah. No. He's cool. I would, uh, 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 Billy Corgan or Robert Smith, who would you rather hang out with? Uh, I think they'd be cool to, yeah, <laughs> oh, together. That'd be cool. I'd rather hang out. I feel like, uh, I feel like Robert Smith point. is a little bit more down to earth. I feel like sometimes Probably, I feel yeah. like Billy Corgan in like some interviews, like he's yeah. a little bit more yeah. pompous. He's but a, Robert yeah, Smith he's is also a little bit of a nut too. Yeah. Although yeah. Robert Smith, although now, did you guys read though during this these sessions he refused to speak? Yes. Yes. And he would he would have like he would actually just like write notes to people and be like Roger, you need to pick up on the. Yeah, or right. whatever. He and like, communicated just, like, with written notes because he yes. wanted to make a certain atmosphere, which is yes. that's, that's kind of kooky. Yeah, okay. that's, that's awesome. And We're gonna do said, that for the podcast. That'll be really. Cool. And then he said that he would go back to his room and just like chuckle by himself, like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is actually pretty him. awesome. I know he's so funny. <laughs> All right, and so and also this is the last uh, record, uh, well, for a long time that uh, the one of the founding members, Lal yeah, Tolhurst, yeah. is credited on the record. But the word is he didn't really even play anything. No, and, and I love how they credit him like other instruments. Yes, <laughs> like dude, yeah, we know what way that means. Too wasted. Yeah, right. Which That's is like Brian Jones. By this yeah. time, yeah. by the end of the Rolling Stones, oh, yeah. it was like oh yeah, he, he was yeah. a huge Bye. alcoholic by this time, yes. and the, and yes. basically the rest of the band said, look, if, if you don't fire him, you know, you, oh, yeah. we're not going to play anymore unless you get rid of him. Yeah, I was um I was reading actually is this book that Lowell uh, wrote called um, Imaginary Boys and he was taught when I read that episode that um, chapter about disintegration it talks about him coming into the record studio and you know everybody had put so much emotion and their best into this record and they listened to the whole record and all of a sudden he's like this is fucking garbage I hate it (laughs) and everybody was just like dude just leave leave like we don't we don't want you here like and then Robert also talked about it and he was like, dude, it was just like having like this kid that was already like being like poked at the right, whole entire right. time because they would, with his alcoholism, they would just make fun of him. That, they wouldn't like yeah, help him out. Right. They were just like, and just poking yeah. fun of him. British people of- are so caring. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, one other thing I've always marveled at is how... He's a sword. How yeah. much of an alcoholic, how fucked up do you have to be to get kicked out oh, of a band? He, he of, was Of a rock and roll up. band. For right, being, yeah. You know, right. Well, up. He must yeah. be really fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but he was one of the founding members, so I'm yes. sure it was hard for yeah. Robert to do that. Also, what is this And guy? he was like best friends. They were like super friends since they were like in third grade. Right. I also love these guys' names because he's Lol, and then you have Pearl, the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pearl Who's Thompson. now Pearl? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, really? Oh, yeah. She's Pearl right. now. Yes, she's ma'am. Oh, yeah, I mean, okay. yes, sir. Yes, well, sir. Yes. For now, it's sir. Um, all right, so <laughs> we could get into this record, and um, yeah, this this record, like you have to, 
these songs start out and usually there's these like long lingering intros until you start singing but it's really it, it's really like muffled get, too yes yes especially but, like a plain song the first one right. like I remember sure. hearing it the first time yeah. after and, hearing kiss me kiss me kiss me and, yeah. and it was just like muffled like and plain song is refers to um, this is on I, I didn't know exactly how to phrase this but it's it's an old word that is a name given uh, to Gregorian chants and other Catholic liturgies. Oh, wow. Um, so oh, really? it has that, yeah, yeah right. And they went to Catholic yeah. school, so. Uh, okay. All right, so let's listen to a little bit of the first song. Let's listen to the are so dark and Ooh, yeah. depressing, right? They are. I think it's dark and it looks like rain, you said. And the wind is blowing like it's the end of the world, you said. And it's so cold. It's like the cold if you were dead. And then you smiled for a second. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, it's so about like it, aging. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which obviously, that's he was obsessed with that. The fact that he was getting old, which is, like, dude, you're 29 years old. Yeah. Um, you said something when it first started. You said something that was actually really, really true because they had the little chime at the end. Yeah, they said that they're the only band that can get away with the chime. Absolutely. And it's so funny you said that because Barry, you remember we did uh, Steely Dan episode. Oh yeah, and yeah, sure. Ricky, don't lose that number. At the beginning, they have the chime, but we said they totally did it as as a goof. You could tell right, they weren't like, doing it ha, seriously. Ha, ha, right. But yeah, but the Cure can get away with doing oh, that yeah. where it's serious. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Agreed. Um, yeah. So you, these lyrics, they're all like atmospheric, uh, atmospheric. Uh, Poetry. So you, oh, yeah. as a teenage girl listening to this, you must be. You, oh like, my gosh! I was speaking like, to me. yeah, definitely. <laughs> I just had left my house. I was sad. My mom was like, "You need to go live with your aunt because you're not doing anything with your life." I'm like, "Okay, uh, bye." Get ready, everyone. That's all you're gonna hear tomorrow <laughs> at uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so I was uh, like, you know, sad like, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang out in cemeteries. <laughs> But you need bands like what would we what if we didn't have bands like this? Oh my the sad girls, right? Oh yeah. yeah. That's why this record was like changed my life. Now, Chris, what is your experience? Do you have a similar experience with the Cure, or are you just too too cool for the no, I mean, too I, cool for school? <laughs> I, you know, I had a lot of friends that listened to the Cure in high school around the same time. Dave I gra- Roush. I graduated in '96. Yeah, my friend Dave Roush, especially. Okay. And Cameron and those guys too. Yeah. Even Mitchell, but. Um, How many guess you were into more like harder stuff? I was a little bit, little bit in, right. more into harder stuff, and we were really into like local bass music. Like, there's a ton of great Fort Lauderdale and Miami bass. I mean, which is kind of legendary and, and known, but that and heavier yeah. rock. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, the Cure's cool, but I'm not gonna waste my time with this when I, ha- I have so much <laughs> other stuff. 
And then, you know, as I've grown older, I know I appreciate them more. You better appreciate yeah. it. No, I, love it. I mean, this yeah. record is amazing. Natalia's listening to all those true, true crime yeah. podcasts. You right. don't want to get well, on her podcast. Yeah, I'd rather have this on. Techniques. Yeah, I'd rather have this on during the day. Disposal techniques. Than... Where's Chris? I don't know. I haven't seen him. Make it quick. Make it quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got a new cement slab in your backyard. Yeah, sure did. That's yeah. Great. For the kid, to, for the kid to play on. <laughs> All right, so riding, now, his, riding his little three wheeler around on that. Slab. That's awful. That's awful. It reminds me of a case, actually. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> okay, so now for this next song, we have another long, sweeping intro, and poor Robert Smith is is haunted uh, by the pictures of his of his love that he's that he's um, lost. Actually, I read that this was about he. This was based on an essay about Myra Poleo. I hope I'm saying this right. Um, and her uh, the essay is The Dark Powers of Ritual Pictures oh, and okay. um, so after he read this he went and destroyed a bunch of his pictures to have like a clean slate and wow. if you're into like mystical stuff like yeah, sure. Reiki and all these things like I, I like people can look at a picture and, and like do Reiki from a picture right. or do all kinds of like voodoo and all kinds of Santeria Rob through a picture Rob is probably not your audience for this combo so I get it so that's when he said that he was into and then after he burnt all his stuff he was like oh shit I regret it oh you know? yeah. yeah that's funny yeah. but you know what I was thinking he probably gets a lot of these themes and stuff from literature and everything because as far absolutely. as well, like he writes a lot of stuff but he Yes. He met his wife when they were like teenagers. Yeah, they were like in second grade, something like that. Yes. They were 15? No, 15, so eighth grade. Right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, and they, they were t- together and they're yeah. still together. Yep. So it's like, yeah, he's writing from yeah. literature and Mary stuff Paul. like that. Mary Paul. Yeah, yeah Mary Paul, that's so right. Cute. Oh, so adorable. All right, let's listen to a little bit of pictures of you. Tell me, well, this song immediately I thought of. Um, there's a New Order song that it sounds very. Oh yeah, well, to, about the soldier. What's it? What's the name of that song? Um, yeah, um, yeah, da, 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 da. yeah. It's uh, the I dead soldier it. on the battlefield. Yes, yes. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Right, I'll get it. Hold Someone on. Someone Google um, it. Um, yeah, but you know what? A lot of this, I hear New Order and also Joy Division, especially oh, yeah. uh, some, but, but, some of the more but, atmospheric know, Joy Division. We were talking about it on the way up here. He's a contemporary. Like, he is. He started, so these guys started, him and, him and Lowell started like in 1974, I yeah. think. Yeah, All right. yeah 1970s. Love, well, love vigilantes. Is but the they were song. playing yes. together like as like teenagers and stuff. Like, yeah, so, definitely. Right, so yeah. it's hard to say, you know, okay. Who gets credit for it's like you know yes. Chinese the song Chinese rocks the old punk rock song like who wrote it well you know okay there's a variety of stories about how it's written but 
This riff definitely has the same feel as a New Order song, but New Order and Joy Division uh, 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 and, and, the, and the Cure are all—they're all in that same, you know, <clears throat> thing. You know, they were from that all set, that same era. Yeah. Love, uh, love vigilantes. Love vigilantes. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Which is also a very, you know, sad song presented in a, you know, melancholy way. It is. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that, that was... Um, Pictures of you. Yeah. So it's about, yeah, like you said, it could be about actual loss. But then I was also thinking it could be about um, living, you know, like when you're living with someone and like... Um, they, they change like they end up not being the person you thought they yeah, were. So yeah. like you're looking oh, or wow, like she old said love. No. Chris, know? she said yeah, like really. <laughs> yeah. No, he's. The I same. wasn't talking about Chris. That's something I really I know not. a lot. No, about. or just like In the fact. cool thing about this album is that it's so universal. Yes. And yeah, even yeah, though yeah, there's right. like these little things where he's like, oh, he was like talking about his drug addiction or like Mary yes. or like all these different things, like. In the long run, it's like whoever, like whatever you feel, because it's like a universal theme, like he emotions yeah, and he, sadness and like longing and like right, right, breakups right. and like all that stuff. I'm gonna so. say Barry. I'm gonna say he was a much better lyric writer than Howard Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and he's definitely you didn't a like shredder. That Howard Jones song about the robot man from the future. <laughs> God damn. All right. So here we get another with ep- this with the electronic <laughs> drum intro. <laughs> All right. Speaking of drums, this uh, this song has some really cool drumming in it. Uh, oh, let's close down. It. It's close awesome. Down. Let's yeah. Listen to close down. turning 60, Robert. You're turning 30. Like, now he's turning 60. I know, but back in the day, 30 was like, damn, it dude, was, you're 30. I know, like. I know. Oh, God, that's so depressing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, the lyrics are really uh, are really good in this song, though. Well, I that's, like it. yeah, and it has a, it's a very, you know, it's a very short um, set yes. of lyrics for this tune. Right, right, um, right. And, you, and the last four lines are, and uselessly always the need to feel to again feel the real again. belief of something more than mockery if only I could fill my heart with love. So wow. he, he's run out. Okay, run out of love. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's just an awesome song. Uh, uh, all right, and this next song, this is the, this is the rare sh- short song. It's the only song in this record that's under four minutes. Yes, and he calls it The Light. 
you know, because everything is so gloomy and dark and heavy, and like love song is the light. Love song. And what did who did he write this song for, Natalia? For your wife. For his wife. He gave it to her as a, the they were a gonna, wedding as, gift. A wedding gift, Beyonce. Yeah. That's what, what did you get? What did you get, Natalia? For you? Did you even get her anything, Chris? I don't know. Is did wedding gift a thing? Bullshit. Or a ring? Did you buy her like some bullshit thing from K's or something? Damn <laughs> <laughs> it, sweet two ass, and a baby. Ring. See, it's guys like that it, that give guys a bad name because it's like, oh, what did you get? Oh, right. Wife? Oh, yeah. I got him mm-hmm. like a heart locket. Yeah. What did you? Right. Oh, I, I wrote her this awesome song. Yeah. You know, right? <laughs> this beautiful song. top two in the Billboard. Hey, or I, I'm looking at my wife. Remember that time when your dad bought uh, your mom a new vacuum cleaner for her birthday or the <laughs> anniversary? Right. <laughs> 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 that went over really well. That's more practical than writing a song. About being in the doghouse. Morty was in the doghouse that night. Really? What's Mary gonna do with the song, though? Really? I, I, <laughs> yeah, but then I also maybe heard... she yeah, wanted she a new vacuum royalties? cleaner. She's like, you didn't give me the vacuum cleaner I wanted. Oh. Robert, what's wrong with you? I remember. Like listening to other podcasts where they were saying that this is definitely not a wedding album. This is not for no, her. No, this right, is right. his writing about infidelities and like oh. you know his like last hurrah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. You, you know what? You're right. I was looking on the internet and it's so funny because people, even when Robert Smith himself says something about it, people, go, that's bullshit. It's really about him getting <laughs> raped when he was a child. And it's like, yeah, yeah really? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like he was a you, yeah. yeah. like what you, you want. And, and like, and like you know, I've read. Uh, uh, like back in the day like I had a, a, a cure book and they were talking about how like he lies a lot in like interviews to fuck with well, like, so many, these yeah, people yeah. you yeah. know he's like oh, I'm gonna mess with him that's, like yeah. I'm Bob gonna mess Dylan, with interviewer like, right. yeah, yeah right. he's like oh, I'm just gonna make up some stuff you right. know make up some stuff about this song and like really it's just plain and simple but, but also it's like what you're saying people can take what they want out of them yeah right yeah, yeah, once that leaves yeah. once yes. you record once you something gets in the public view you might as well sort of let go of that ownership of what it's about because yeah. they're gonna people are gonna make what they want. All right, want. well let's listen to the beautiful song that he wrote for his wife that uh, showed up everyone else that would buy anything for their wife ever. Let's listen Especially to the love like song. A vacuum <laughs> One up, everybody. songs have uh, also a lot like uh, Joy Division New Order have the a bass line bass, yeah. that sort of anchors yes. the whole song. Oh, yeah. It's like a yeah. melody well, the throughout thing, yeah. the but song. The thing that makes this song interesting is the organ because the bass is playing a certain melody and then the organ chords are descending against that and they're not descending in a super predictable way so that the chords have a they give you that that's what gives it that um, that special feeling is the way that that's in there and I'm, I hate to do this to Robert Smith but there's another song where that happens and people don't really notice it and you never think about it but 
there's a part of the song Stairway to Heaven where there's a Fender Rhodes piano that's up like he's that John Paul Jones is playing in the mix and once you hear it you go oh that's what's making this incredible all the other stuff is good yeah, yeah, yeah. but that little thing is what's doing it it's what's it's what's it's like the special sauce yeah. that's making it perfect so that's awesome i have now compared the cure to led zeppelin <laughs> i think well, Robert, they're I think pretty Robert amazing both okay of them that. that's what, yeah, that's, that's, that's what i started listening to actually like led zeppelin and Jimi hendrix and uh, grateful dead so and then that, I got i'm into just gonna that. say uh, natalia would you say natalia is a uh, much better guest than chris already <laughs> <laughs> I talk way too much. <laughs> the dude's pouring you free beer. You're going to throw him under the... No, Chris is good, but Natalia's better. Hey, I have no complaints um, here. Um, also, shout out to Simon Gollop, because he came up with this bass line. Oh, and He okay. really yeah, right. turned yeah, okay. up like hard for this whole record, because him the- and Roger O'Donnell, who's like the keyboard player, because yes. Lowell was too wasted. Yes, um, right, right. <laughs> like, really just That's, oh, you know amazing. What? I'm glad you brought that so, up. So, so amazing. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot about Robert Smith, but he always would get really good musicians, and he would yes. always have like a band. The Cure was always a band because yes. these people would uh, contribute. They weren't just yeah. like he he wasn't no, yeah, telling yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, they would yeah. jam. A lot of these songs came from just like jamming in the studio and coming yes. up with things. So yeah, <laughs> yes. he, okay. he definitely Who, surrounded himself with good. I musicians. didn't look, but how are the songs credited? Um, um, they're credited instruments, everyone in the band, and yes. lyrics him. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. All right, here. okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, like here. Yep. And Very it also even, it says this Lowell. music has been mixed to be played loud, so turn it up, uh, which yeah, is my that. favorite. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even Lowell got like other instruments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Poor whole band Lowell. got credited with that. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so let's uh, let's take a little break. Um, Let's uh, regroup. I have to apologize to Chris for saying he, he uh, is not as good a guest. Uh, guest. But uh, we're I think th- you said substandard was no, the word you used. No, I did not say that. <laughs> it's okay to put my wife in front of myself anytime. That's true, right? Thanks, yeah, what a good husband. All right, so we're here at Laser Wolf. We're talking with uh, Chris and Natalia Bellis, talking about the cure. We'll be back in a minute uh, with more. That record got me high. We'll be back in a minute. We all remember that classic line from the last decent album made by Pete Townsend's Bunch. Who the fuck are you? We really want to know. We do want to hear from you. That record got me high wants to know how we're doing. If you have any input that might help us improve our show and garner a wider audience, send an email to heyassholes at thatrecordgotmehigh.com. That's heyassholes at thatrecordgotmehigh.com. Really, that was the only email address available to us. Before we lose you to another dope old stupor, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Is This Tomorrow. Is This Tomorrow is an eight-panel comic that's often funny, sometimes relevant, and features drawings of for prison Rudy Giuliani. The Stocky Bear character is based on co-host Barry Stock's appearance, and is written and produced by Woody Compton and Kelly Shane. Available at isthistomorrow.com, or on Facebook by searching Is This Tomorrow. If you don't have a computer, you can't see it. What's wrong with you? And why is that baby crying? You didn't hit the baby, did you? That's what dope does to you. It makes you hit babies. 
Remember to send your show suggestions to heyassholes at thatrecordgodbehind.com. Anytime, Jethro. All right, hold on, hold on. Getting, my, uh, getting all my ducks lined up in a row. Is your name Jethro for real? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a good question. Do I look like Jethro? Are there any Jewish Jethros? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, you know what, though? That sounds like a name that could have come out of the Bible. Jethro is a biblical name. Have you known a Jewish Jethro, though? <laughs> Where's Eric? Let's ask Morty. Eric if he knows. Eric, is there a Jewish a Jethro? Have you ever known a Jew named Jethro? He's thinking about it. <laughs> Eric knows some. Uh, Eric knows some trashy white trash Jews. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is, if the only way you could have the name Jethro is if you're trashy, I basically. Guess so. I guess that's what I'm saying. All right, are we rolling? Yeah, man. All right, we Come are on. back with That Record Got Me High. We are live at Laser Wolf. Let's hear it for Laser Wolf and our host, Chris Bellis. Yes. It is a, uh, let's soak it in, Chris. Soak it in. There we go. It is the night before Thanksgiving. Everyone, we're, we're getting ready to be traumatized, severely traumatized tomorrow. So everyone's drinking extra, extra hard tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are with our lovely, besides Chris, we have his lovely wife, Natalia Bellis. Hello. Hey, you're a huge uh, Cure fan. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and you and you're not just a Cure fan. You're almost like a scholar, like a Cure scholar, because you've, yeah. you've read books on them and you're. But that's cool. I like that. When yeah. you when you like something, you go all in, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what worries me about the crime podcast you listen to, though. <laughs> um, all yeah. right. So let's listen to the next song, which is not the uh, a Donna Summer disco song, a cover of it, but uh, not that there's is, anything wrong with that. No, not last anything. Dance. But it is their, yeah. but it is <laughs> their, their own last dance. That's exactly. It. That would be awesome, though, right? Know, right? Yeah. Standing where once there was only a girl. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering about the line and the fur and the mouth and the innocence turned to hair and contentment that hangs in a basement. Yeah. You got a, any? You got um, any uh, so for the longest time, I thought this was, of course, about Mary and you know they're on and off, they're on and off again relationship. Uh huh. But then what I read was it's about basically you know, a relationship that you've had or like an infatuation that you've had with somebody and all of a sudden you have like that last 
kind of meeting, and then you're like, ooh, this person is actually disgusting. Right. Um, and I'm yes. not into it anymore. You <laughs> yes, know what I mean? And, and you you're realize, like, oh, I'm oh not into okay, that. holy yeah. shit. Like, this isn't as cool as it once was before. So I think that's why he says, That happens like, to me a lot when people meet me, and then they meet me again. <laughs> <laughs> so, They're like, shaking their yeah, head. Yeah, so I don't think it. It, no. it is about Mary at all. Definitely no, not. No, it's definitely but yeah. not. That's why, the, like, the, but Christmas falls uh, late now, flatter and colder, and never as bright as it when we used to fall. And even if we kiss, I don't think that we would kiss in the way that we did when the woman was only a girl. Yes. It's because of that. It's because, like, wow, like, we met when we were so young. And, right, right. You, know, you were we would make out infatuated, and it was awesome. and then yeah, you meet and you're like, later. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, let's meet up again. And then you right. meet up yeah. and you're like, you're like oh, actually, no. That's no. like everyone I went to high school with, like, finding them on Absolutely. Facebook. Yeah. And then you go to their page and you go, oh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, ooh. Oh, yeah. No, never mind. Yeah. Mark no. passed, Bob. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Sweet build that wall shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Canceled. Uh, well, you know, yeah. he's got some good ideas. Uh, All right, let's go. Uh, we, we don't want to digress too much. Let's go to the <laughs> yeah, next song. Yeah, everybody knows what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. This song, well, let's listen to a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about it after a lullaby. Natalia, what is this song about? Do you know what this song is about? Well, there's a couple of theories. There's one about his um, drug addiction, you know, like just like drugs right. in general. Because yes. he was, I didn't realize we he were was talking. A, yes. no, I didn't realize well, that. we were talking about he was, he was like ex- heavy into LSD. He was ex- at the yeah, time. experimenting a lot with LSD for this album. Yeah, yeah, like heavy into that at the time, or like you know, there's people that say it's about child molestation. Right, um, but he himself has said that it's a recurring nightmare he had as a child. Yes, or uh, yeah, because his dad he was being eaten by a giant spider. Yes, because his dad, <laughs> instead of saying like "hush, little baby, don't say a yes, word," and he would like sing ended these up messed like, up lullabies yeah. to him, right? That yes. had like dark endings. Yes, don't do that to your son. Yes, guys, don't do that to your son. Don't let him start listening to the Spider podcast. Oh yeah, my my son loves the song because he thinks it's about the real Spider-Man, but I'm like, no, it's not about that Spider-Man. It's about, like, an actual Spider-Man. But he likes the video. It's creepy and old, like, old oh, yeah. movie kind of. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mom, can I look at the Spider-Man song? I'm like, sure. <laughs> it's all right. You know, your son listening to The Cure, that, that's okay, though. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, definitely. Me. Ministry, yeah. no. Don't play no, him. No ministry. ministry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Maybe does. Jesus built my hot rod. That's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> he likes the car sounds. Right. <laughs> yeah, so the, right. the lyrics Who's in singing, this song Danny? are very abstract. That's uh, Gibby. Um, I just feel like it's about fear. Like any yes, fear right, you right, have, right, any anxiety yeah. you have, I think it, that's, you know. Well, I think specifically spiders based on the 
arachnophobia everybody has. And I feel like I'm being eaten by a thousand million shivering furry holes. Yeah. And I know that in the morning, I guess those are the I'll mouths of spiders. Holes. Yeah. And then I know that in the morning I'll, I'll wake, wake up, up in the shivering cold, cold. and yeah. the Spider-Man is always hungry. hungry. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have arachnophobia, but yeah, I can sympathize. Mm. I know yeah. some people that do. Do you like, but Jordan do does. you like spiders though? See, I don't know, yeah. have Jordan a racist phobia, no, but I ain't about that. I'm not I cool. About that. I know yeah. people who really, really, I'm not really, down really, with really, really, no, I'm really, really, really. I mean, I, I, don't I, like I appreciate what they do, their job in the environment, because I love the environment. But Former I'm bandmate good. and roommate <laughs> using a can of, um, like, hairnet with a with a cigarette lighter yeah. to ex- to rid his no, that's alma. Not right. that's no, not that's right. not nice. Yes, that's right. We're not down. I think he was right? screaming when he did it too. So it was one of those like, yeah, he really doesn't like spiders. All right. So this next song, I I really like this next song. Love this next song. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. And it's basically like a a long instrumental sections just yes. broken up by a single yes. verse, a single verse, yep. and then he says a chorus twice. But it's just and oh. of course the bass line is. Absolutely oh, amazing. One of the be- yeah, one of the best bass amazing. lines. Yeah, so it is. good. It's so good. All yeah. right, let's, let's, let's just talk about it and not play it. No, no, no let's, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> When did you? When was the first time you saw them? Um, I drove five hours to go see them the first time in Tampa. Oh, <laughs> all right. And then the second time in West Palm Beach, I think. Nope. In West Palm Beach Amphitheater, yeah. I so believe what, so, it was. So what were they touring? What album were they touring for then? Um, for, the Dream Four Thirteen. The oh, Dream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which I didn't really pay attention to it. Right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we, uh, me and Lisa, we saw probably the most the most '80s new wave show ever, and uh, at uh, Great Woods in Boston, we saw it was The Cure, New Order, Susie and the Banshees, wow. and Gene Loves uh, Jezebel. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's yes. awesome. Yeah, and that's I think awesome. Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me had just come out. With I'm sure the, wow, back, the backstage banner there was really charming because right? they probably all hate awesome. each other's guts. <laughs> I know I Susie and Robert have a, a there's a history there. I, I think she's still actually mad that he left. Yeah, right. she is, yeah, right? She is. Yeah. She's, she's she still sour hold, about it. She holds it. grudges. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing them, the, the 
the tour that I liked the most was like Curiosa, which oh, was right, like uh, right. Interpol yes. and um, we, I, I was the at Rapture, that. and it yeah, was so fun. That. And Rob that's got why in free because he knows the drummer. I just did. so we're clear. I, I was yeah. backstage. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was, awesome. That, that was a fun tour. Cursive, I think, Sam was Fogarino. on it too. You gonna come yes. on the show, Sam? Come on, dude. He's, he's yeah, that was a good one. So Fascination Street, I heard it was about you know getting old and going out. And right. I, guess, I guess they were like in New Orleans at right, the time. Right, right, yeah, New Orleans. And, and then he was just like, God, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to be annoyed and rolling my eyes. Right, and, right. You know? He's like, <laughs> like what you know am I going to find? Out. He's like, what am I going to find when I go out? Like, what am I going to, he's just being, uh, yeah, it's funny. Like, sometimes I go out and I feel like I'm wearing like my big mom jeans and I'm like, okay, this is kind of oh, boring. Please. <laughs> Okay. He's boring. Uh, Chris usually wears your mom jeans now, doesn't he? He's like, <laughs> yeah. Can almost fit into that. Couple, we're almost a, we're the same size, actually. Uh, that's cute. That's adorable. <laughs> I, I hope not. You're a little bit yeah. more petite. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> All right. Um, that's an awesome song. And now we point get... the ship into the wind, Rob. Here we go. <laughs> that's right. Um, now let's hear a little bit of prayers for rain. Sometimes you think he's singing like about a relationship, but maybe he's not really singing about a relationship. I think he is. He's just singing, I think, about a, like a one of those relationships where you have where it's like at the bitter end, or you're just kind of like really uncomfortable in it, and you're sad, and you're just kind of like, Ugh, and the right. person touches you, and you're kind of like. But what Don't is so? I guess he's just writing, but he's not writing really from his own experience. You wouldn't think he is. No, because he's, because he's like right? happy in love and married yeah. for a long time. <laughs> but I think it's like. Again, it's like back to like this universal thing that everybody goes through. I don't know, or like you right. can also think about it as like Lowell leaving the band. They've been best friends for a long time and That's they're just true. like in this really weird, you know, just kind of like, oh, Lowell is annoying and I'm just like, you know, like he's a drunk or not and he's coming to, you know, to like, you know, play for us and he's just kind of like uh, out of sorts and I get it when you're like annoyed. Right, right. But so yeah, I, he's really, uh, he said, um, you shatter me, your grip on me, yeah. a hold on me, so dull it kills. Yeah. You stifle me, infectious sense of hopelessness and, and prayers, prayers for, for rain. rain. So yeah. the prayers for rain is like, oh, wash this like shit off of me. Right. You know? I feel uh, like he was, he was working through some shit on this record, right? Definitely. Oh, 100%. Yep. Yeah. Okay, he was. But we could relate, right, Barry? I love this. It's like a, I love the sound of this song. It's like a wall of like 
sound like yeah yeah like heavy and, and, and the, uh, the guitars you know all the guitars on this record are very understated and it's right. not like there's no one shredding on no, it no, 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 no but they're really it's like really awesome layering yes, layering layer. and layering yeah. and layering and, him and, and I, um what's the other guitar player's name uh, uh pearl Jethro. A Pearl Thompson. Yeah. Oh, Pearl. Jeth- oh it's Jethro. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Pearl. Barry, what are they using? Flange? They're using a lot of Pearl flangers. And flange. I mean, it was an 80s. That's the thing about this. Like I said, this record is kind of a throwback sound-wise to the early 80s where other right, people right. were using, you know, if you think it's the other records from 89, they're, they're much more, you know, the triggered drums and there's, um, you know, the guitars are much more sort of, um, I hate to say chemically or harsh, but it was, you know, sounds were... You know, the production values sort of mutate uh, with popular trends. And so making this record, he's definitely having to fight against that, I would guess. Especially this is on a major label, I would imagine, right? Yeah, Fiction Fiction and Elektra. Okay, so yeah, their own record and then Elektra, like right. And it was, and I think he was he was probably worried, like wondering, is this record going to do good? And this record did really good for them. Well, actually, he wasn't. No, he was he was kind of like he was kind of like oh oh, yeah, because he would already he did head on the door and then kiss me, kiss me, and they became like this giant. Like kind of like stadium filling band, oh, and, and he, he was, was like, if he I was like, no, that. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't right, want this right. fame. I just want to go back to being like this weird, obscured, right? You know, but th- so that he didn't was work. Right. No, 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 he didn't. Absolutely not. It never went still, back to yeah. being that. Um, all right, this next song is the longest song on the record, and according to Smith, it's the most deeply personal. Oh, it's my favorite. The, oh, really? Oh. The same deep. Uh, did you know favorite. this, Chris? Do you even know that that this is her favorite no, song? No, I did not know. The same. You're deep. supposed to lie and say no, maybe her this. favorite on the this album. This and probably like disintegration are oh, okay. like my two favorite. All right, let's listen to the same deep water as you. Listen up, Chris. That, that this song has got big trigger drums on it. So I was like, oh, there they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's uh, it's cool, and it's about um, it's about expect like not li- people having expectations of you and not living up to those expectations. Or I also think is about you know the opposite of prayers for rain, where you're like in this like you're totally infatuated with somebody and you're just like oh my gosh like you know right that 
and then this person is kind of like mm, okay whatever you know but you're oh, kind of like okay. really right. into this okay. person and this person's kind of like mm, mm, maybe not as yeah. much I'm 30% into you and you're like 98% oh, into me wow. right well that's one in reading about just his relationship with Mary I feel like one thing she did was she kind of grounded him because she was never like yes. that impressed by the fact well the thing i read on imaginary boys was that like okay lowell had a girlfriend after he was famous and he said that robert was lucky because he had married before he was famous so then he she met robert like the real robert and meanwhile cynthia i think the name was of lowell's ex-wife she met the Uh, drunken asshole rock star like the rock star you know so (laughs) so he's like robert was very lucky with mary in that like sense are you gonna that when chris is becoming obviously a huge beer mogul are you gonna keep him grounded i'm his his mary because i met him before being a high high profile nightclub owner she she was here for the risk Yes, it. <laughs> I was. There you go. Okay, that's great. I love that. All right, so let's listen to the title track of this record. This is also, uh, and this was kind of like the launching point for the whole oh, record, right? This is awesome. Yeah, yeah this yeah. song is sick. Yeah, it is sick. I like that. Let's listen to Disintegration. going back to Howard Jones but it's like <laughs> with most of this record you could tell though it's a band you know playing yes. these songs I love oh, that yeah. record so I don't know yeah. why you're so reticent it's gonna be your most popular podcast because yeah. of all the mentions yeah <laughs> you're gonna go yes. back besides this one required an entire bottle of red wine for me too <laughs> that helped but no you know no, no matter what they're doing in a, in a, uh, you could hear that it's a band all playing together yeah and uh, and like a really good band and yeah like the 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 bass yeah a lot of these songs just go back to the bass sort of drives these songs you know yes it really does yeah and the keyboards too yes yes um i feel like this is like a pretty universal thing you know like i've heard different podcasts holy hour podcasts shout out um about like um you so know holy like, hour is what is that's like holy a, hour is just, just like the a cure? the cure podcast oh, wow, that's awesome. yeah so um there's um you gotta you know, find me a howard jones podcast to listen. <laughs> i don't think there's one <laughs> Maybe Kathy will start one. Right. But, um, you know, it's about, like, I've heard people saying it's about, like, you know, their parents go through a divorce or they're breaking up with their... Okay, so I have some... On the... I hate to just use the internet, but an annotation on Genius about this song, which has not been deleted by the assholes that run the site. 
This describes a physical relationship where the two people were not actually in love. It's ambiguous who is betraying who, but the sinful words treachery and vanity suggest at least one of those involved is doing it just for the erotic pleasure. It also implies that the kiss is a token of betrayal, as established in the Bible when Judas Iscariot indicated to the authorities who his master was by kissing him. However, some fans interpret this song as a metaphor for drug use and interpret the kiss of treachery as an injection of heroin. Smith, however, is no fan of heroin himself. Um, quote, no. I've never seen or known anyone who's taken heroin and not been destroyed by it. Heroin is the ultimate pointless drug. Good for you, Robert. Gross. All right. Good for you, Robert. Um, yeah, wow. So that was, uh, so who knows? It could be, like you said, it's just someone, yeah. I'm sure. Pretty good. Uh, you know what? It's deal. okay. It's, it uh, sounds um, good. <laughs> it's about disintegration. It's got though. a lot of upvotes, as they you say. You know, there's a lot about, like, right. they were also talking about how, you know, Robert Smith was so kind of, like, off kilter with, like, the whole band being so popular and right, them being, right. like, a stadium band and yeah. their, their popularity that he was kind of, like, also thinking about ripping the barth the, the the whole band apart right so yeah. i don't know well thank that. god he didn't do that right no thank god um he all right drop well, they new record you know too. they put on <laughs> apparently their live shows are still amazing you know oh this yeah, is- oh, yeah awesome. they i they're actually awesome. just saw videos when they they're got really in- awesome. inducted in the rock and roll hall of yes. fame and they yeah. played and it was great oh, yeah. Yeah. and mary was there and she uh, was dancing she was so that video you <laughs> yeah, posted so recently rob was amazing like such a great performance like yeah. A great example of them live. Was it like, was. Yes. And it was you could be a, a little bit of a fan, and like you'll have a good time on a show. Exactly. Yeah. So ironically, that. he was uh, writing this record about turning 30, and this record's 30 years old. Yeah. He's now 60. He's no. twice as old as oh he was. All right, he's melting. I still love you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, all right, so this next one is probably the out of a record of kind of sad songs. This, to me, is like kind of the saddest one on the record. Uh, for me, it is. Homesick. Yeah, yeah, because clearly this song, he's tired of touring and all that. You could. He's also very unfaithful. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, because like, inspire me, <laughs> inspire in me the desire to never go home. Uh, oh, well, there you go. All right, let's listen to a little bit. Now I have a whole new meeting. Let's listen to a little bit on this. <laughs> This is the most explicit reference to actual sexuality yeah. that I find on the record. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, oh. so definitely. It's unambiguously sexual lyrics. Yeah. And I never thought about it that way until, of course, I listened to another podcast. And about oh, it, how so. we, I trembled, stuck in honey. 
Yeah. Honey, cling to me. Just one more, just one more go. Yeah. Inspiring me the desire. Despire in me the desire in me to never go home. Yeah. So, yeah. Think about it. Yep. And you know what I've heard? I didn't heard? have to think real hard I've about what was from, going um, on there. My, my friend's, my friend is a really good friend of the singer from Jack Off Jill. And she said that actually Robert Smith oh, uh, is... Jessica? Yes, Jessica. Oh, Jessica. And she said, she told me, she's like, Jessica told me that being on tour with The Cure is the best. He's oh, the yeah. nicest person. I he sends that. you flowers every night. Yeah, to your, I heard he's to really dresser. cool, and I heard they'll all go and out drinking and shit nice. too. Yeah. yeah, they're like a really, <laughs> cool. like a really cool group of guys to yes, like yeah. hang out with. That's so. cool. That's good to hear. That's nice. It to is. Hear it's that really too, right? nice, man. Yep. So this song, "Homesick," also I read that um, Simon Gallup and Roger o- O'Donnell said that the uh, the music came. They they went back to the studio and they had been drinking and they were kind of drunk and they played it and that's how they came up with the music. Oh, the song. yeah. Cool. Cool. And they, yeah. when they recorded, they tried to, they had to work to recapture that drunk. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm that's sure. Awesome. That's, yeah. That is awesome. That's awesome. Well, m- most of the demos for this record are pretty on point. They're just like, you listen to the demos and you're like, okay, well, they just took this off. Right, or they right. They just like, yeah, turned yeah, this right. up, you know, and you're yeah, like, yeah. wow, that, that's yeah. pretty amazing. These guys were, were on their shit, as yeah, you say. Yeah, 100%. All right, so we get to the final song on this record, and it is called Untitled, but I don't think it's just, I think he meant to call it Untitled. I yeah, don't think it's like yes. an untitled song. Yeah. That's the name of the song is Untitled, yes. right? All right, good. Well, let's listen to a little bit of Untitled. It's the last song of the record, and this one I feel like his voice is the most upfront in this song. Yeah. It's like it's not, it's just right there in your face, and he's singing it, so it's very heart, it makes it seem very heartfelt to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But uh, what's he saying? What's he singing about? Because it's I kind think of, it's definitely about loss, and right. yeah. you know, like somebody maybe who like passed away and didn't have like, you know, the right words to say to that person before they passed away, or right. friendship that you were just kind of like, you know, go away and you never said really like peace of mind right that's probably see I was thinking that's probably why he called it untitled because yeah. you don't know I, what to say like, I know nothing to I, say. Yeah. I feel like that's why I love this record so much because everybody has their own hermeneutics I think it's called the word hermeneutica wow what is that word in Spanish <laughs> like it's like um, in Spanish it's like um, hermeneutica and like in English I believe it's like hermeneutics mm-hmm. and it's like the way that everybody perceives art in a different way depending oh, okay. on your background okay 
So, you know, if you're, uh, depending on like the way you were raised or where you were raised, then comes up like, you know, the way you perceive stuff, art and right, music and right. everything yeah, else, right. you know? It's really interesting. That's yeah. for another podcast. No, that's <laughs> awesome though. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, thank you for bringing this record to us. That's yeah, great. It's a yes. really good record. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks that, for having uh, me, guys. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you guys so are into good. it because she was like, "Can we do the Cure Disintegration?" Of course. Like, yeah. 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 Well, even if it was a record, yeah. we'd like, yeah, yeah, awesome. Let's do it. Even yeah. if it was another Howard Jones record, we probably <laughs> would have done it. But we Barry would have just been drinking a lot more. How about a Bjork record? Oh, it was either this or Bjork. Either this or Bjork. That's for All right. Well, maybe next. We'll definitely have you, Chris. We don't know if we'll have on again, but we'll definitely have you on again. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. Yes, this was. Great. So, and, what have uh, we not discussed this week, Rob? We haven't discussed our Patreon. That's I know right. we have some Patreon members out out there. Uh, I know there are some members. They went to Patreon.com. That's right. TRGMH and uh, Tony Landa and I think uh, Eric is a patron. Is Eric a patron? He might be. He Maybe. better be. He left. Um, he left. <laughs> he paid <laughs> his money and then he left. Forward slash TRGMH and become a patron of the show. It's it's apparently the thing to do now. And uh, what do we have next week? Next week is going to be Rob, another controversial you, episode. Because I actually like <laughs> I actually like the record, but um, we have uh, the debut record by the Foo Fighters. With um, Hillary Robinson. Who is, okay. who is this woman, Hillary Robinson? Um, you know, do we know someone, her, Barry? Um, I, we're going to know her after next week. Okay. She's just like, she was a fan of the show, right? Fan of the show, and the contact us and said, I would like to do the first Foo Fighters record. And I said, sure, Rob's yeah, good. Barry, Rob says, loves yes, Foo Barry says yes to everything. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Can I well, say something? Go ahead. That's how we're booked up through May of next year, is because we, I, <laughs> I talk to people. No. Foo Fighters are like wings. So you got like Nirvana, Beatles, and then uh, Fighters Wings. Uh, <laughs> you have a, a very excellent point there. But That's good. I, I like, like Wings that. too, man. They're so, awesome. These guys don't like Nirvana. These guys don't give Nirvana enough credit. I love you. I like Wings more than I like the Foo Fighters. I love love that. I saw the Foo Fighters live and it was a, re- a really great show. No, I love Dave Grohl. You rule, dude. Yeah, we love Dave Grohl. All right, well, he's that, gonna that's call in during someone the show. Turn off, uh, <laughs> someone turn off. Someone turn off Natalia's mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, okay. All right, so once again, uh, like great, great. Thanks everyone for coming out. Let's hear it once again yeah. for Laser Wolf and Chris Bellis. Thanks and everyone. Thank for you again to our patron. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Chris. Everyone have an awesome uh, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We love you. Have a bunch of events. Happy Thanksgiving. Just eat and ignore your family members. Don't let your Trump loving uncle off the hook just get in his face and like give it to him over and over and over again <laughs> there you go alright once again that is Barry Stock that is Rob Elba you know, that record got me high we'll see you guys next week we're out Woo-hoo! you guys yeah. thank you so much for having me oh, it was fantastic. awesome that was great so thanks guys so you're welcome you're a great guest oh thanks so much you guys so much for awesome oh wait is Chris
Dash Red Hulk got behind, 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 Dash Red Hulk